Word, so we're rolling. Um, I guess we're we're gonna just keep it conversational. Yeah. We have our typical start. Uh, Joselle loves this question. I love it as well. So, tell us who you are without telling us what you do. Mm. Where do I look? <laughs> Wherever, man. You're on both camps. So okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> tell you guys who I am without telling you what I do. I. I'm a dude that does stuff. <laughs> no, that's a terrible answer. What kind of stuff? <laughs> what um, kind of dude? <laughs> I, I'm somebody that enjoys helping people, and um, I get fulfillment from that. That's a terrible answer, but mm. I love your thinking face. Like I yes. see your brain turning. Yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> He's the dude helping dudes, and fulfilled from helping dudes. Yeah. It's hard to answer because your default's like I'm this person and I do this. You yeah, know, it's like hard, you assign right? who you are based on what you do. Well, yeah. like I'll help you out. So you're a loving father, no? Yeah, no, for sure. So, so like things like yeah, that. I'm like which yes. angle do I take yeah. it? Um, yeah. So I'm a father. I'm a husband. I'm an entrepreneur. So I can't talk about what I do. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, I lost the point there. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I'm a dot connector in some ways because mm. a big skill set that I have is networking and connections. I think the biggest value that I present is the people I know. Um, yeah, hopefully that answers the question. Yeah. <laughs> Not for sure. On like a surface level. <laughs> no, you gave us a little hint with the entrepreneurship and all that. So, Nate, what's your company? Uh, my company's ABMG, AB Marketing Group. We're a media marketing company. Mm. What does the AB stand for? Uh, in the beginning, it was just my initials. <laughs> Oh, my name is Abed, A-B-E-D. So I was like, let me make it short. Uh, turns out my business partner came on board with me, and it's the first initial of both of our last names, Adawi mm. Burke. Um, yeah, that's, I guess, what it stands for. There isn't like a... Uh, the, the, the motto or the meaning or significance we assign to it is always better because we're always improving. Mm. So I like mm. that. I think that's more meaningful or cooler. That is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. All, always better media group yeah so i mean we don't tell people that we just say abmg or ab marketing group nobody really asks us mm -hmm. and in the marketing world you split test so it's called ab testing mm -hmm. so yeah that oh, kind true. of works as well yeah, yeah. That, ab testing yeah i kind of leave it to whatever they wanted to believe yeah you you let it become what yes they think it is yes. has everybody has any client ever come to you and said the ab stands for always better or was ab no quite frankly most people don't really ask us they don't ask you they just no yeah they're just like okay that's your name yeah that's crazy because at uh at gym con that's that's a recurring theme mm. the name is less important and the branding is less important than what you actually do and that's coming from alex hormozzi's mouth i was just gonna say you went to gym cons so yeah i went yeah. to the gym con over in orlando with um <clears throat> my fiance our general manager evan mm. And we sat there, and the one that packed the house obviously was Alex Hermosi. Sure. I'm a huge fan of that guy. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, he's I great. think we all are. Yeah. I know you're reading some <clears throat> of this. Yeah, I mean, it's hard not to like him. Yeah, yeah. He's a very likable guy in person. I just wasn't willing to wait in line to get a picture with him. Yeah. That was I, fine. I don't, I don't need all that. I don't need yeah. all that. I got a picture I'll, with the guy that runs Mr. Olympia. So that was Dan cool. Dan Solomon? Yeah, I just got it. I was oh. like, oh, yo, what's up, man? You wanted to take a picture? He's like, yeah, sure. I got time. Sweet. So that was pretty cool. Nice. So how long you had this company? Uh, almost seven years. Wow. A long time running. What'd you do before that? I worked in banking. <laughs> Exciting. 
Not really. Did you ever get robbed? <laughs> I did. No joke. I no got robbed. Shit. Yeah. I was 18 years old, probably three months in. I was in the 90-day probationary period, and I got robbed. You were in on it. No. <laughs> I wish. How do you think you got the cars? The guy didn't go off with much. <laughs> I don't think I got the cars. No, the guy didn't make... I think I gave him 10 racks. So it's like, that's... But how did for you the go amount, about it? Dude, all right. Great question. I feel like nobody's ever asked me this. <laughs> no, that's so interesting. I was a bank teller, right, yeah. behind the desk. Yeah. And, like, the way that bank was set up, it wasn't, like, closed. So, like, you could walk around, which was terrible in hindsight because he could fucking shoot me in the face. Yeah, but this bag guy, over your head. Yeah, and it, it was the winter, so it was dark at 5 o'clock. Yeah. It, it, it always happens right before you close, you yeah. know? Cause, so this guy walks in with sunglasses in the dark first red flag he's wearing one glove a winter glove hmm. and he's holding a fedex envelope and something of like a metal bar so i'm like he's definitely not here to make a deposit <laughs> you know what I'm, I'm like just looking at this guy I'm like, yeah and they train you just do what they say give them the money mm -hmm. it's fdic insurance yeah, so yeah. like i'm not gonna be a hero and save yeah jp morgan's ten thousand dollars <laughs> for my life you know what i'm saying Good to know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um but yeah so the guy comes in he goes give me the money and i was like okay i'm gonna press a button because it was a machine dispensed so this way he wasn't gonna like fucking yeah. he was like five four quite frankly i could have beat the shit out of him <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was like i don't get paid enough for this i was gonna pay like 18 bucks an hour so yeah. i gave him the money and then when he left, nobody that was working with me noticed. And I was like, hey, just got robbed. So like, <laughs> shut it down. So then they closed it. FBI came, pulled me pulled me to the side. I was there for fucking four hours. Yeah. Questioning, investigation, what did he look like, all this stuff. And it was the bank that I worked at. The location closed. I wonder why. But I was right <laughs> off of Route 10, if you know, like Randolph. And yeah. then you can go on 287, Route 80. So, like, yeah. great, great strategy or location to choose, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, um, the guy robbed me. They fucking asked me a bunch of questions. And the cool thing was they were like, do you feel safe? And I was like, no, you know, I don't feel safe. I, I'd like a police escort home. I was, like, I was like what do i get out of this so like four cars police escorted me home which was cool wow vip I, yeah so I was like, you know what? i don't get this opportunity much i might as well take advantage of it that was so yes i did get robbed that's wild mm -hmm. and is this what led you into your career now was that the bridging moment <laughs> my first camera <laughs> yeah no so how did i get involved in this so i was competing at the same time i was big into fitness at that time mm -hmm. so i was just working there i wasn't passionate about banking you know my dad was like get a real job that was the first real job i can get i got promoted from a teller to a personal banker who opened like checking accounts credit cards yeah. then i got promoted to a relationship banker who would be licensed to do investments so i was like okay mm -hmm. now we're getting somewhere i'm like 22 years old I'm supposed to make like 50 grand at 22 that's a lot of fucking money that's a lot of money you know yeah. and i lived at home um and i was in fitness so I, I i was a sponsored athlete by a supplement company so like i understood what brands were looking for mm -hmm. by because the fitness space was like really peaking at that time mm. right so i understood of like marketing yourself so i was and then i i was a big fan of christian guzman right and he was like doing the vlog thing so i bought the camera he had not knowing how to use it 
Mm. I was like, I could do what he's doing. And I bought it and I was like, I want to do this. So I would take videos and stuff. And I always recorded videos, even in high school. I would like film my friend smashing an iPod. So like I would film, I, I always liked recording stuff. Yeah. I think because my memory was bad. So I would record things and relive it through that moment. Mm -hmm. So video always was something I was passionate about in not a filmmaking way, but like invent something to me. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I was in the fitness space. I was like, I could do this shit. Um, I bought a course on New Year's Eve because I stopped going out and Ty Lopez was selling a fucking thousand dollar course. And I was like, you know what, dude? I bought the course and I watched probably 10% of it. And I was like, okay, I could do this stuff. I was basically to do social media for boomers, as in business owners who mm -hmm. don't understand it. Mm -hmm. I was like, I could do this. And then um, I was talking to people and then I met Joselle. I mean, I knew Joselle, but I was like, wait, he has a gym. I understand fitness. And it seems like I could do something for them and hopefully help them. Yeah. Yeah. So I met Joselle. Um, he was gracious enough to give me a meeting, even though I didn't know what I was doing. Mm. I still don't know what I'm doing. I didn't know what I was doing then either. So. Uh, don't we all? We all never do. <laughs> no, nobody knows what they're doing. That's nope. the fucking. That's the key. We're figuring it out as we go along. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a whole nother thing, though. Like you, you, you admire people and you put them on a pedestal and like, wow, they know everything. But really, they're all. Everybody's figuring it out. They're in the process of figuring it out. Yeah. But. I met him. He was gracious enough to get me a meeting with his manager or owner at the time or something mm. like that. Owner, yeah. He was a manager. Uh, Josiah was a manager. Uh, luckily had a successful meeting, signed a three-month retainer with them for 800 bucks a month to run Ooh. their social media. Yeah, 800 bucks is a lot of money when you live at home. That's all, a lot, yeah. All I had was my car note. It was like 300 bucks a month. Yeah. So I was like, hey, I could pay for my car and still be okay. Not the F80. No, not the F80. <laughs> it was like a Lexus IS 250. Oh, oh I'm about lease. to be like IS yeah. 300? Okay. No, no. <laughs> it was a 250. It was an F Sport. But. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, so the next day, I signed the deal with Joselle on March 9th, 2017. I'll never forget. How do you remember that? Because That was, was the first one. Yeah, it was a big deal. First deal. Shit. You first always deal. remember that. Yeah, you always remember your first deal. I didn't deal. know that. I remember my first LLC, 120208. Yeah, yeah, my sister's birthday. I'm like, mm. but not not the year, but obviously, mm. yeah. It's, you always remember benchmarks like that, like totally. huge milestones like that. That's P huge, pivotal moment. Yeah. So I signed a retainer with him for eight hundred dollars on March 9th, and the next day I quit my job. So I walked in and I was like, "Fuck this! I don't need this job." Mm. And she was like, "Okay, do you want to do a two week notice?" And I was like, "No, no two week notice. I'm out now." And everybody's like, "You know, don't burn the bridge. What if you want to go back?" And I was like. Burn the motherfucking ships. I'm not coming back. Yeah. And my mom's like, what's your plan B? I'm like, there's no fucking plan B. This shit has to work. Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> I wasn't that aggressive, but <laughs> in your head, that's, that's what you were saying. Yeah. Fucking mom. <laughs> no, but <laughs> I'm kidding. But yeah, uh, the timeline is true. Yeah. I quit my job the next day and I was all in from the beginning. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I had three months to figure out how to sign another client because our retainer would end unless I performed well. And, and then obviously I up. didn't perform well because I didn't know what I was doing. So Wait, you did telling it me pick if you back up? Sorry? Did it re-up you after I don't the three think months? So. I was figuring it out, man. Well, that was with Joselle. Like I couldn't tell you what the deal was either. Oh, yeah. you wouldn't even know. <laughs> no, I don't remember. Oh shoot, because it was um what was his name? The one that owned it at the time. LJ. LJ. I mean I brought I made the deal. So Yeah, it was Yeah. I pretty uh, much figured it out with him. He just really wanted to meet me. Yeah. Like yeah. who's this guy we're paying? Yeah. I did the whole thing with Joselle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so you're telling me if I never said yes, you'd still be at a bank? 
Yeah. Ooh, Dude, I, sick. <laughs> let's go. I have a lot of um, appreciation for you. No joke. You hold a very um, big place in my heart. Yeah. yeah. That's huge. Giving him a shot, yeah. especially with yeah, entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just needed the first one. And then after that, I told uh, Retro Fitness, you know, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm working with this gym, you know? Then after that, I was working with Calandras and like whatever. But like I leveraged that to then get the next opportunity. Right, right, know? right. But so That's where did enough. it go from there? Like the beginner phase until, you know, you started building and hiring people and, and getting mm-hmm. to where you are today. Mm. Mm. It was OK. So it was just me and I'm doing crank and I'm figuring this stuff out as I'm going. And I would ask my f- best friend at the time, Steve, who's now my business partner. Very smart guy. Very different than me. <laughs> book smart i'm street smart mm-hmm. you know so i would ask him and he was in school at university of michigan and i'm a college dropout so mm-hmm. i dropped out of college at the same time to do this so i was literally all fucking in mm-hmm. uh three months before i signed Joselle, i was in the back of the classroom registering an llc oh, so nice. that's where my head was at it was yeah. not in school it took me five years to not get a four-year degree so like that's where i was at <laughs> you know but anyway um, I was picking his brain. He was very smart. He was giving me feedback. And then, you know, he was like helping me day to day, like as mm. if he was working alongside me. Mm. And I never asked him to do this with me because he had a job at Vanguard. Oh, wow. Right out of school. Yeah. He's at you, Mitch. It's like top 10 or something. Yeah. So it, it is top 10. Um, and he had a job lined up for 80 racks right out of school. Yeah. So, like, no brainer. Yeah. His finance. Mm. And he was like, down the road like when he was getting to that point of accepting the role i think his mom might have said something to him or he might have sparked the conversation but he's like hey i want to do this with you and like worst case he could go do that you know like Mm -hmm. that will always be there so he did it with me um and ever since then it's been him and i Mm. he never went back like oh he never went back to finance no we're still doing this together now so he he left his full time as well. Yeah, uh, he never took the position. Oh, he never yeah, took it. He, yeah. he had he, the he, offer. He but. was about to, and then he was like, "Let me try this because if it doesn't work out, I can always take that." Right, right. right. Go all in. So, are you like two years in at this point? One year in? Like three months in. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it was like, after your. Yeah, we signed Joselle, and then like a restaurant for like five hundred bucks a month. So like we were getting somewhere. I was yeah. always pretty good at at the sales portion. Right. Mm-hmm. I developed uh, the retail side. Or retail skills through the bank mm-hmm. working there for four years so I, I understood how to sell even though i didn't have the product down i knew how to like sell the vision right yeah, because you could work on yeah you know. i just needed people to believe that i could do it yeah. and i was confident that i would figure it out yeah so then from there it was just him and i so we did everything we ran the ads we ran the social we created content we edited and we didn't know we were just learning as we went on we bought mm-hmm. a filmmaking course we watched mm-hmm. some of it we like we're doing it as we were learning as we were doing mm-hmm. so it was just him and i later on we hired my cousin as our first employee shout out hamza he's my first employee <laughs> and like mm-hmm. he did the filmmaking right and like we still did it with him but then after that we hired his best friend gabe who's been with us for almost four years now. He's my DP, director of photography. Oh, wow. So he's been promoted multiple times. Mm-hmm. So he's still with us today. And then now we have like 20 employees. Oh, wow. So like somewhere between there and then that's what happened. That's huge. Yeah. And a lot of learning along the way. <laughs> so on this kind of topic, uh, what are the biggest struggles that you face now at this level of your leadership and your business? Um, I'll speak to this year. Um, the biggest struggles I've had this year. So we're bootstrapped. 
no investors. It's just what we make, we put back in the business and we're always reinvesting. This year we invested heavily in middle management slash building infrastructure in the business. So I have a director of ops now who uh, handles a lot of the day to day. So then I can focus on the vision, but it's like learning how to be that level of business while have never been there before, you mm. know, it's like chopping away at the jungle as I'm walking through it. So mm. that's very difficult. Um, it's just, it's the same thing, but just playing at a bigger level. So it's just getting used to the level, the atmosphere of the level, I guess, you know, what are your favorite parts about being at this level? Hmm. picking and choosing what we're doing to some degree is not saying yes to everything out of necessity hmm. and like take it with a grain of salt like we still have to do stuff to pay the bills but like even the stuff we have to do is stuff i would have loved to do two years ago um traveling with the team that's so much fun i love when team members like Four people bought a new car this year. That was fucking sick. Oh, I'm, wow. I'm more happy for them than they're happy. Yeah. Like, Gabe bought a Mustang 5.0. So that's sick. Manual. Yeah, yeah. So that's sick. Save the manuals. Yeah, and he's 22, <laughs> dude. Yeah. So, like, if I was to... I couldn't do that at 22, and he's making way more money than I did at 22. But I'm happy that he's able to do that through whatever we're building. So... All right. Um, my DOO, Christy, got married. So, like, I don't know, just people achieving their life goals or, like, things that are important to them through what they're doing here. That shit lights me on fire. Yeah. Because, like, no amount of stress I deal with um, can negate that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, that shit fucking lights me up. Well, like, going back to the first point you brought up, like, the power of being able to say no now. Mm -hmm. Like, in 2016, 2017, you're not saying no to anything. No, I said yes to everything. Yeah, so I think that kind of independence and power, yeah. It's yeah. Like, you have to it, earn that. It makes it worth it, for sure. It's a muscle, too. Like, I'm still probably not as good as that as I'm supposed to be, and I've gotten better at that in the last year. I think it's not operating out of scarcity, right? Because, like, you're mm. worried that... If I don't take this project that I know I'm worth more than that, then like, ugh, that's I'm leaving money on the table. Mm. But then there's the opportunity cost, which I know you know what that means. Of like, if I do that, then it's costing me the thing that I could do that I'm not available for. Yeah. So, abundance mentality yeah, is totally. what I always try to get. Yeah. Even being in finance too, where it's not really scarcity. Oh, I'm gonna go with so and so if you don't make this deal with me. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I wish them the best. And the same thing with um, personal training, too. You don't want to do business with those people anyway. Yeah, you don't want to do business with them because they're always going to try to haggle, yeah. work down the price. Hang it over your head. Yeah, don't oh, haggle Oh, you got to do business with me, man. No. Or else, or else like, yeah, never who wants to that. get into a relationship because of or else? Yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah. They're in the one in control. I mean, I feel like in all of our businesses, we're just so authentic. We're Like, our businesses represent us and mm -hmm. how we operate, and that kind of bleeds into our team and how we lead them and, and the kind of people that we get in our doors and the kind of people that stay. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think that speaks, like, volumes to how we are as, you know, entrepreneurs. Yeah. And that kind of leads me to the next question. Like, what are the core values that you have for yourself, and then how does that relate to your business? You could talk about both if you want. Mm -hmm. The core values that I have are the same with the brand. Um, we have our core values listed on our website so that people mm. can hold us accountable to them. So it's something we stand by. I'll roll through some of them. I'm not going to fucking sit here and list it, but it's like commit <laughs> to continuous improvement, always learn, be an effective communicator. Like those are the things that like when my mentor two years ago was like create core values, we're like, 
what the hell does that mean? <laughs> so we're like, all right, what's our decision-making framework so that when somebody else comes in, they know these are like the rules for operating to then making decisions, right? Like yeah. You can't go wrong thinking this way. Yeah. So like, love what you do. That's always one of, that's one of them, you know? Yeah. So like, that's, that's really important to us is having core values. Yeah, that's literally uh, what, what Alex Hermosi said too in that con convention. He said, come up with core values. He gave us time to write them down. He said that way, when you instill that in your team and it comes down to a decision, they're gonna think those core values first. Yeah. Instead of texting you right away, hey, uh, Marco, what should I do? Because uh, you can't values. always be there to hold their hand and be like, this you is can't. what this is what you do. So yeah. you give them the framework to then make the decision. Yeah, and you give them some autonomy, mm -hmm. right? And now they feel that their decision is important. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, I got the power. Yeah, you know. Well, one thing I always operate on is like you have to know the rules before you break the rules. So <laughs> yeah, you got to know yeah. what the principles are, and you're like, okay, I can't do this, can't do this. This is kind of the area I should stay in. But if I go this way, at least it doesn't really overtake this rule, you know? I'm a line That's, stepper. Yeah, I'm a yeah. line stepper. That's like I mean, powerlifting, that, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like no one says you have to have your back completely on the bench <laughs> as long as your butt your feet you and the, your, the arch the arch back. that's not cheating <laughs> competitive advantage baby competitive advantage yeah. oh super sumo like wide <laughs> yeah it's like that's not cheating it's the same they're, they're working within the rule set yeah right right i mean those are the kinds of people that i like working with that understand like okay this is what needs to be done but if you're making an educated decision on on these concepts and i can't be mad at you if you have a why yeah yeah so what's the future for abmg like i know you were saying um right i mean off camera we were talking about you building a studio or you know people pulling in their cars and all mm -hmm. that stuff yeah um so i started doing stuff for mom and pop places mm. then it started to be like small to mid-sized businesses now it's like mid to large size companies mm. i want to exclusively work with enterprise companies and do like large-scale productions like tv spots branded content and we're we're, we're there we're like an in-between phase of still doing some of this and some of that. Mm. I want to only do those things at the highest level. Yeah. So nothing revolutionary, like do this thing I've never done, but just do it at the best version of it and like run full-blown campaigns. Like if, for instance, you're talking about Celsius, right? Mm -hmm. If Celsius is coming out with a new product, help them make the creative, which is the video content, come up with the strategy on the back end, run yeah. the ad campaign, like do the whole thing. Yeah. Some people are just known for video and that's it. And what makes my company different is we're full service. So we do that to some degree. But again, I'm talking about a higher level. Right. But like other agencies that hire us to do the creative. Right. So they're an agency in marketing, but they don't create content. Mm. So they'll hire us for content creation or video production. Or conversely, there are some video production companies that don't do ads. So they'll hire us for ads. We're everything in-house. Mm. We don't have BAs in the Philippines or whatever. Everybody like you can walk in meet the people in my office right yeah and that comes with a premium of course well, obviously yeah uh it'd be much cheaper to find somebody on fiverr to do the work but that's why the culture is so important to us because why i started this to go on like a tangent real quick is to give young individuals like yourself for instance an opportunity that they might not have there's that catch-22 of like you need five years of experience but you don't have it yeah right always you know? yeah. so i'm like fuck that um you can come in some experience is required, of course, yeah. um, but then we can train you. Um, so b basically creating a home where other individuals might not have been placed there. Yeah. Else, elsewhere. 
I got to connect you with Khalil because the conversation we had after the shoot, right? It was with Trust. That's his uh, company. And the idea he had was have a car meet, a coffees and car meet, mm-hmm. but then invite all of the social media or, you know, media companies out mm-hmm. there and then link up and talk to people because people love getting pictures and videos of their car. Totally, yeah. I see it all the time on my feed. Mm-hmm. I go, man, it makes me want the GT3 even more. <laughs> right? So I'll connect you with him and yeah. he could probably use you at the shops and all sure. that. So that'd be cool. Yeah, he's a great guy to know. Um, because he's also multifaceted as well. Mm. Like you said, you were into Taekwondo. Mm. Uh, you've done some martial arts. You were in physique. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so all that other stuff. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. How does that stuff carry into how you go about things now? How like does the, what like stuff? the having a competitive experience or mindset? Because I know you're big on the discipline, and I I, I follow, I, I've been following you for a long time, and I I, I look up to we were you. Your friends first. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. So like. Yeah. I, whenever I'm feeling some kind of way and I see you doing your thing, like it reminds me like, okay, we both started at the same time. We're both in the same place. Like yeah, dude. I see him still going, I'm gonna keep going. So like what, what kind of things do you tell yourself day to day? Well, on the note of putting myself out there, like by no means do I have this figured out. And like, I try to put the message out there and I just did a story recently of like, you know, I took a lot of L's this year, but you can't make you can't make or spell millions without a couple L's, right? So mm-hmm. I, I, I want to keep it real. Like, okay, like I've been here for seven years, but I could die tomorrow in business. I don't mean it I hope in real life as well, but you know, like just because I've gotten here doesn't mean I'm solidified forever. So like just mm-hmm. keeping it real. But um, your question was, how does my background in fitness ro- cross over to entrepreneurship? Or any of like the habits you've developed, mm. habits, routine, mindset, um, constant things that you tell yourself. You yeah. Know, things like that. I mean, you guys know this through Hormozy. Bodybuilding slash fitness and entrepreneurship are really complementary. Yeah. And like the skill sets you have there carry over. So I think that's been a cheat code for me of like having a competitive mindset carries over to business and then having the discipline and then, you know, with, with working out or building your body, you know, there's multifaceted. You need to train, the diet, supplements, cardio, rest. So like you need all of that. Mm-hmm. And then when you don't have one, it's not on point. Mm-hmm. Same thing with business. Like you need to do multiple different things like sales, leadership, whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, so I think there's some crossover there that have given me an advantage in business that I might not have had if I didn't do anything in fitness. If, if that answers the question. Yeah, it does. Hmm. I have a question for both of you. Yeah. So a lot of times, I think in the past- How we've much you bench? <laughs> not we, a all, lot. We, we all do it's over two plates here, we're okay. <laughs> Uh, it's, not impu- it's not impressive. <laughs> Me neither. Um, Bodybuilders are not fucking super strong. They're just like look solid, you know. And I, I'm a washed up one, so uh, I'm even worse than like an actually good one. Get back on stage. Yeah, I'm like a better version of dad bod. Sorry. Yeah, you don't have dad bod. You're good. Uh, D- depends. <laughs> depends on the day. <laughs> if it's on a Monday after a long weekend, uh, not so much. I feel that. Sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, like, a lot of times we, we ask people, like, what kind of advice would you give your past self? But, Maku, I'll start with you. What kind of questions would you ask 10 years from now, Maku? What would you ask that person? 10 years from now? Like, future, future me? Yeah, what would you ask him? What'd you do to get here? <laughs> what kept you going, you know? What, what made you not give up? Because definitely, like Abed said, you can't spell millions without L's. If literally this year felt like a bunch of L's, right? But you 
Were those you too? Yeah. Okay. Cool. I get a lot of L's. <laughs> like this this year for sure, I felt it, and I'd ask my future self, what kept you going? What made you not give up? You know, and um, I would say the the more no's and the more L's you take, it's 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 like what I said with Dallas conservation of L's. I'd rather take the L's now than what I've worked so hard for in the future. You know, you're still going to get L's, but not the biggest ones there. It doesn't get easier. You just become better at handling that stuff. Mm -hmm. You just get used to it. You get used to it, right? Your your skin gets tougher where you... The first time you get punched in the face, it blows you away. And you're like, oh, my God. But then if you get punched in the face every day, like, ah, that's not so bad. Yeah. Like the first concussion. Oh, my God, it hurts. Second one, not so bad. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, I would... I would ask myself, what what you do? What what kept you motivated? What kept you going? Um, and how, what did you do to get here? And should I do that sooner? Yeah. How long have you been in business? Well, this January will mark seven years. I'm in January too. Seven years in January. Let's go, dude. January there you go. what? January first. Motherfucker, he beat me January by like twenty six days. What? Wait, when, when did January you start? Twenty seven, seventeen. Uh, we we always I always like the January first. So the that's when, we, when I bought the fucking bullshit course that I never finished. That with day. the <laughs> what's his name? Tyler so, is he yeah. still doing his thing? I have no idea. Because there's always so many books and so many cars in yeah, his garage. Yeah. I'm like I. <laughs> Yeah, give, give me that book. I want to read it. <laughs> or I want to listen to it. Let's see if you pick up any for it. All right, but, same question for you. Uh, can you repeat the question? If you were to talk to a bad 39-year-old bad, what would you want to ask him? 39. This is what 39 is. Yeah. <laughs> Still my comics. <laughs> what would I ask the 39? Oh, what do you think he would tell you? keep going hopefully that's a tough question i think to believe in myself more i've really worked on my limiting beliefs in the last year but i think i still have a long way to go and that's the only thing stopping me is just how far i believe i can take it and it's like in phases you know like i've gotten this far because i can believe i can take it this far and i'll only go as far as i believe i can go Mm. so just like I think conversely on the other side, like myself 10 years ago, I would have asked myself, what do you think you could do if you knew you couldn't fail? You know, like I didn't think I could do this. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, you sense. dream big. That's yeah. what all entrepreneurs <clears throat> carry that same trait. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm getting dry. But um, you dream so big that people look at you and think you're crazy for it. Mm-hmm. Like me opening a, up a gym. Yeah. There's so many other gyms out there. There's a 10,000 square a foot gym. It's like now we're at a 10,000 square feet. That's wild. Where man. our old location was an old liquor store, but I saw the vision. <laughs> yeah. Right? Getting the fridges out there, getting the floors set up, and, and you know, not the best uh, climate control in there. But we built the community. We're here now. We're still here. Right? And we're looking to grow even more. So your vision, even though it'll take time, it's coming, mm-hmm. right? You're you're looking to work with large enterprise. Mm-hmm. You're looking to build a big studio. Mm-hmm. Who knows? You could be the next freaking, uh, I don't know, Disney. Who knows, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Or large marketing firms. Sure. Yeah, entrepreneurs are visionaries in the sense of they see things that other people don't. Yeah. Or or what it could be, people just see it for what it is. It's a liquor store. It's closed down. Like, 
how is that going to be a gym? And you're like, well, it could become this. Yeah. It could become a 10,000 square foot gym one day. Yeah. I think that's one of my downfalls too, though, because anything I do see, I start seeing some sort of potential and be like, oh, yeah, if I get this yeah. Subi, I could, you know, add this this amount of horsepower, better handling and all that. I'm thinking like, wait, anything I see, I see sort of potential yeah. in it. Like, oh, I, a DJ, I could be like on the next... I don't know, easy or whatever, even though that's not my type of music. I could be as big as Funkmaster Flex. And then you really get carried away with, mm. you know, that hobby and you see what works for you. That's what my fiance always tells me. Anytime you get into a hobby, you're going like all in, like your guns, you your don't toys, have your comics. I don't. Yeah. And then, okay, now I'm satisfied where I'm at with that. Now time to pursue a different thing. Mm. Yeah. Do you, is it just you as an owner? Do you have a partner? No, no partner. 100% single member owner. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Would you consider your fiance like a confidant in some way? No, for sure. But I don't want to give her the stress. She's a uh, full time RN. Oh wow! That's yeah, awesome. over at Christ Hospital nice. in the Heights. So. But like, she'll check you or like give oh, yeah. her. So that's good because you need someone to hold you down for sure. Like, yeah. so for me, I'm the visionary <clears throat> and my partner's the integrator. So like, I'll have crazy fucking ideas, and he's like, "Yeah, dude," but I'm the one that has to bring them to life. You know, like I have the easy part. I'm just yeah. like, what if we did this? And he's like, well, how the fuck are we going to do that? Yeah. Uh, am I allowed to curse on this? Podcast? Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. All right, cool. I should have asked that like 30 minutes ago. No, I don't trust anybody that doesn't curse. <laughs> You're full of shit. But no, I think having somebody in your life, whoever it is, partner, life partner, just like, you know, because our heads are in the clouds sometimes, mm. you know? Like we We're could just be dreaming big. all the time, right? Like yeah. what if we did this? What if we did that? What if I opened... A fucking supplement store next to the gym or and yeah. like, that's a terrible idea yeah. or, i don't know so like you need someone to like you know help you choose which ones you need to do because every path looks good yeah and every path can be good but maybe you shouldn't do all of it yeah like even um have you watched gran turismo the movie no i need to no I it's it. it's pretty good yeah, it's yeah. entertaining but i watched it with my buddy chris and i go man it's not too late to become a race car driver. <laughs> I could just keep practicing on the video game. I know you're racing. dead ass too. <laughs> I'm so serious because then I was even uh, telling my fiance, I, I want a racing simulator rig so I could practice. Dude, those are sick. Yeah, right? They're not cheap. And then maybe I could get really good <laughs> so I don't have to keep going to the track to race. And then they're going to do I'll tryouts. save money instead of going to the track and yeah. you can hang out with me. Like there You're trying you to convince her on why you should spend 15 rags on it. Or you whatever. could watch me. I could wear yeah. the helmet and gloves uh -huh. Like the whole thing in the shoes like right here this is what i wanted to set up but <laughs> that never happened clearly yeah so you, you know the, when you dream big he has the opposite of limiting beliefs you're just like yeah so i, I oh, admire that from there. you yeah it's way out there to me i saw every hour as an opportunity even though i know sleep is important hmm. and um i'll just put some personal stuff out there i do sleep with a cpap so i have nice. sleep apnea so maybe me just staying awake or be like oh i got an idea i'll get up you know and then insomnia kicks in that's probably not the mm. best thing for you just to stay up and not rest you have yeah. to like you said with the bodybuilding or the physique mm -hmm. you have to know when to rest, rest. you know you have to know when to dial back mm -hmm. even powerlifters or yeah. you know sports performance Off you need to dial back yeah. yeah but me it's like oh man that the yeah. biggest visions for me adelante <laughs> we don't have the whole building <clears throat> we share it with karate world sorry I'm gonna buy them out, <laughs> right? Buy them out. Yeah, I'm gonna buy them out. They're like, oh man, and then we don't got enough space, even if we do that. So I want to build a second floor, and up there on the second floor, I want to do a big ass turf field, 
you know, I want a, a full court basketball court up there. I want, I don't know, pickleball's big, have pickleball inside. I don't know. Yo, we got to hang out. No, dude, for sure, for sure. <laughs> I like no, this guy. No, Giselle definitely, uh, you know, brought it up. He said, yeah, he has his own marketing firm. I think you guys would really click. Um, it's not even about clicking. It's just the mindset yeah. where, you know, I'm not trying to limit myself. Mm -hmm. And even, like you said, somebody keeps you grounded. Mm -hmm. Nini definitely keeps me grounded because I'm thinking, oh, I want, I just want a Porsche GT3. Yeah. And she's like, how are you going to get that? Mm -hmm. And uh, I was like, I don't know. It was like, I could think of the next idea. Yeah. You know, something, something to, you know, give back, obviously monetize your lifestyle. I'm sure you, you do in some sort of way, right? Mm -hmm. Monetize your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. You started shooting, you quit your full-time job and now you have a marketing group totally. that's huge or media group it is MG media marketing, media yeah. marketing group. MG. Yeah. Yeah. Just dream big, man. Hell yeah, dude. What does Adelante stand for? Or what is it? My mean? last name. Oh, cool. Yeah. Nice. So um <clears throat> Adelante stands for uh it's like forward. Mm. And this saying it was on the school canon at Union High School. Adelante siempre adelante. Forward always forward. Ooh. And I think the full saying That's when serious. I met your brother That's said, sick. And you didn't choose that last name. No, <laughs> that was, it's my obviously dad's. given to yeah. you. That's <laughs> <was> given. <laughs> and then um, it was only until I met your brother, Jorge, shout out Jorge, adaptations. Um, <laughs> he said, you know the full saying, right? I go, nah, it's adelante, siempre adelante, nunca para atrás. So never, go never back. Yeah. Cool. So I go, oh, that's wild. I didn't even think of it that way. I just thought, you know, adelante forward. Sure. Everybody's making progress. Well, you're never on. thinking backwards. You're always going forward. Exactly. Right? Like entrepreneurs. And then the name all season. It's mm. entrepreneurs. There's no off season for us. Yeah. We can't punch out. We yeah. don't punch out on yeah. the clock. Not right? Kidding. So. Yeah, dude. So is there any advice that you would give to not, not maybe like beginner entrepreneurs, but maybe the people that do dream and they don't know where to put their efforts you know mm. people like us that like we see problems and we want to help people and we're so motivated and we, we we feel like we're different we feel like no one really understands our crazy ideas and they look at us mm -hmm. like we have 300 heads what kind of advice would you give to those you know looking to get like where is my direction like how do i find my purpose what do i do well the last part that you said of how do i find my purpose that's a funny one Cause not like, where's my keys? I need to find my keys. It's not like I need to find my purpose. You know, it's like you create your purpose, you know, like you do things like, I didn't think this was my purpose in year one. My purpose was to make money <laughs> and keep the fucking thing alive. So like your purpose changes, but like, and you don't like, so I, th I think it's created. Your purpose is created. It isn't mm. found. I think that's one thing. The other thing you said was before that, um, where do I start or something like that? Yeah, how do I, yeah, where do I start? Like, how do I find a direction to even go mm -hmm. into if I'm having all these crazy ideas? I'm waking up in the middle of the night, mm -hmm. rapidly typing on my phone, on my notes app. Mm -hmm. I'm driving, I'm typing in my notes app. Like my brain is just going all the time. Yeah. How do I channel these ideas into action? Mm -hmm. Action cures anxiety. So mm -hmm. if you're thinking too much, it's because you're anxious and you aren't taking enough action. Action alleviates anxiety. So take massive action. I think that's. Mm -hmm. You're thinking too much. You're in your head, and you know this. If you're in your head, you're dead. Yeah, you're, you get you're, out of your head. Yeah. Start, start fucking moving, doing stuff. Yeah, most of the problems you just create in your head. Yeah, and literally. Oh, if we get the space, then if this happens, and what if we lose clients, then we we can't afford the space. Well, n none of that shit's real. <laughs> no, you know, it's not real. So. I mean, problems do occur, 
but you don't know about it until it actually surfaces. Totally. Yeah. And then all that worrying and time you take worrying mm-hmm. is time off your creative side. Yeah. Where it slowly, you know, has you in a chokehold. You're worrying so much. That's that's one thing I tell people. I said worrying never changes the outcome mm-hmm. at all. It's like, what is it accomplishing for you, right? How are you mitigating that risk from the get? You're already taking action, understanding the risk involved. So whatever happens, it's going to play out the way it plays out. Mm-hmm. Worrying is not going to change it. Think of the next thing. Think of the next thing. Or once you've already executed something, right? Or what do you call this? You have a big project, an enterprise project. You're done. You shoot it. Great. Celebrate. What's next? Yeah. Right? It'll last for maybe five minutes feeling good about it. Like, we have a meet this weekend. Cool. What's next? Mm-hmm. What's in January? What's in February, March? Whatever. Yeah. What's the calendar look like for the next year? Huh. Yeah. But it's important to keep keep that going. Mm-hmm. Keep it going. And then anytime you're thinking about doing something or, you know, action, you're moving forward, doing it. Do that rocket. Uh, what was that? Rocket launch method. You count down. You go five, four, three, two one okay i'm gonna do it just do it i mean i think that that was in the office too (laughs) dwight was trying trying to buy the vehicle off andy or something it was a (laughs) nissan xterra he goes like sell to me five four three two one do it do it now sell to me (laughs) he was like okay yeah (laughs) yeah it it sometimes works for me Oh, so you watch The Office? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've watched it like in its entirety multiple times. Oh, dude, yeah. I think. For... I feel bad for anybody that doesn't. It's a dry sense of humor. Like you got to go into it knowing it's supposed to be this way. Yeah, it's definitely iconic. And also, I don't think some of the jokes would would hit like they do today. Yeah, yeah. That's like what the makes it first even funnier. <laughs> Diversity Day. I was like, oh uh, yeah. Nah, some people will do their shit over this. <laughs> <laughs> or the one with the um. Please don't cancel me. I'm just referring to the office. He goes like, "Oh, you'd love jail." <laughs> Why is that? Trust me, you'd love jail. <laughs> you know that scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the faces are turning red. <laughs> We're like, mm. I'm not gonna say anything. Not gonna right. say it. Before we get canceled, uh, so I think you're the only guest that might know where this question is from, and we ask it to I think every guest so far. Oh, uh, do you love to win or hate to lose? <laughs> Yeah, I know where it's from. <laughs> I knew you would know. Um, I had to keep, like, you know, like, just that question when I first heard question. it. Yeah, it was like, such a holy good shit. Like, yeah. I just couldn't stop thinking about it. And I knew it's something that I wanted to hear other people's take on. So, yeah. I'm an optimist, so I like to win. I love to fucking win. But I've learned to love losing as well and hate it at the same time. I don't know. I'm, I'm, it depends on the day on both. But. I think I love winning more. Mm. Yeah. Winning fuels me. Losing gives me like fuck you fuel, you know? Mm. So it's just what you do with it. Neither is good or bad, I think. Yeah. Because winning can kill you. Winning can kill you. It yeah. makes you complacent. Like 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 you said, if you're not, what's the next thing? If you're celebrating yeah. from fucking two years ago and the yeah. best thing you did was two years ago, that'll kill you fast. Don't hang on your laurels. No. Don't rest on your laurels. Don't be Rocky Three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I could tell just like your face and your energy as soon as you talked or started speaking about how you helped your staff this year. Like it, that's you can see that's you like that's what yeah. you're really about. Hell yeah. I'm big on my team and culture. That's fucking I'm huge on that. Yeah. It's crazy because I think <clears throat> at some point you could even start consulting. Right. Mm. You could 
taking other business owners and say, hey, this is how I built it. Yeah. And this is how I, you know, charge up my team. This is how I get yeah. them motivated. This is how I keep everybody. We know. want to buy businesses in the future, uh, like, where where there's opportunity for us to improve things. But, like, yeah. in the future, like, when we're qualified to do that. Yeah. You want to buy a gym? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know enough just about keep that. The gym. Just keep the name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that, that question, um, he's actually the second person to say that. Did you catch it? He said, oh, I love to lose. Yeah, yeah, Remember Daryl yeah, on our yeah. first episode? Yeah, yeah. We go, do you love to win or hate to lose? He's like, I love to lose. <laughs> yeah, I do, though. Because yeah, it, yeah. it gives you a chip on your shoulder. Sometimes yeah. you need that. When yeah. you get too many wins, then you start to, you know, it keeps you in check. Yeah. You I'm know. not going to use the word love, though. Like, I don't love losing. I fucking despise it. But like, I, I, I respect it. I, I respect it. What comes out of it? Yeah. I yeah. love what it does to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It makes me very motivated <laughs> yeah it fires yeah. you up because yeah. now you have a you have something that says you're Yo, watch you're, me you're, yeah exactly yeah i'll yeah. prove you wrong yeah. yeah yeah just like my family um it's funny because i signed up for a 10k and you're probably gonna laugh Joselle, because yeah, it's you in, told me already so you're right. not, i already laughed in, in my car <laughs> you already laughed in his car <laughs> Jude second. no it's because um you know if you they, they have a joke with me if you want mike to do something just tell him he, tell can't, him he can't do it, yeah. Because he's gonna fucking go balls to the wall with yeah. it and make sure that it happens and prove you wrong, yeah. you know. But obviously, there there's things that you know are humanly impossible for mm -hmm. me, like um, oh yeah, you can't grow your hair yet. No, you're right, I can't grow my hair. You're right. No, it was like you won't. In run my head, me. I was thinking, but I was, I was like, not I don't expecting know this that. Well enough to say that, and then you said it. <laughs> and I was like, okay. No, because it's funny because um, you know that that shot with Kalila at his shop, right? The number one most DM that I got was, "But what hair is he cutting?" <laughs> I was like, I know it's hilarious because I'm just getting it shaved. You know, he had the whatever. It's a cleanup. Yeah, it's a cleanup. <laughs> I had a wedding that Friday, so you know, I was getting touched up. <laughs> and then um, it's funny because I signed up for that 10k. Because um, Jir said, you won't run the New York City Marathon. <laughs> then I go, you, you can't just do it, right? So I was like, oh, I, hell yeah, I'll do it. I'll just fucking do it. Was that 26.2 miles? Whatever, I'll do it. I'll, I could walk some of it. Like that. And then um, a member at the gym told me, dude, you have to qualify for that. Uh, I go, oh, so you, so you don't like just sign up like a charity? Can't just pull up. <laughs> He's like, no, you have to qualify at qualifying races. So I go, oh, shit, so my dream's kind of crushed. How do I go about getting to that point now, like, is it like, worth proving this guy wrong doing oh no I'm, I'm gonna do it i'm gonna fucking <laughs> he's literally do it. gonna be holding in the picture <laughs> while he's running <laughs> i'll be dying man i'll be cramping uh, take me out on the stretcher but then i, I realized you do got to do a marathon you gotta do it in like i think the average is not even a 10 minute it's like a 12 minute mile your average like oh, it's, it's i think bad, it's not think. bad it's like i could do it but for that distance it's tough back to back yeah because i think you have to get um you have to do it in two hours and 29 minutes or two hours and 30 minutes to qualify otherwise it's a lottery you could put your name in and never get picked so then she'll be right i i can't do the new york city marathon so then i go all right let me work up to a 10k and then I did a 5K cold, like literally turkey trot. Yeah, you did it Thanksgiving, no? Thanksgiving Day. <laughs> that sucked. Yeah, you're like, yo, my shins aren't working. I can't get out of my car. Oh, <laughs> can't I, walk. I, so I didn't even register for the race. Shame on me. But um, my cousin pulls up to the gate 
and I go, oh, yo, I see, I see, I see Abby and Mindy right there. I was just going to catch up with them. So I'm like, drop my bags and keys and I just start running, oh hop the God. fence. I was like, hey, what's up, girls? They're like, oh, shit, you're actually going to run with us. I go, yeah, I'm going to run with you guys. It's like, yeah, I'm going to stick up. I'm going to stick with you guys. So like a minute in, I go, I can't. <laughs> it's like, oh, you guys know where Jen is? She's like, yeah, she's in the back. You want to wait for her? I was like, yeah, no, you guys go ahead. I'll, I'll wait for her. I'll run with her. I'll give her company. <laughs> it was wow. terrible, man. Oh, my God. This is, like, something I'm dealing with, too, because, like, my friends that know me and people that know this about me, like, if they just say you won't, like, I'll just be like, oh, you fucking bitch. Like, I'm going to do it now. I'm going to do it. But it's more so, like, if I tell myself I can't do something, then I get even more aggravated and more motivated. Like, if I have a doubt that, like, enters my brain mm. and it's about whatever task I'm looking to complete or the next move that I'm looking to do. Mm. As soon as I get that thought, I'm like, oh, I got to prove me wrong now. And I feel like that's much harder mm. to do that is hard because then you start justifying and thinking logically mm-hmm. you're you're be like oh that's me like self-programming right if you you had a coach mm-hmm. for for physique you had a coach for powerlifting i had coaches for powerlifting mm-hmm. and nutrition but if it's me handling it you're like oh yeah no i worked out hard today yeah, so I, deserve it. yeah. yeah I deserve this it's, a, it's just objective yeah yeah it's very it's very subjective but then when you have your coach it's like very then very it's objective, objective. Yeah, yeah it's objective and it's like you got to do this and i much prefer that yeah you know you just do the work just, that yeah. i'm trying to train myself to be like that it's yeah that's very very different i don't even think the billionaires can can do that well not in everything but more so like the things that i know i are within my control yeah that, that i yeah. should be doing yeah like just those little kind of things just like me with diet, you know, I'm in full control of what I put in my mouth. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> the eye contact with me, as you said it too. <laughs> um, yeah, but you know, you fall off and you know, you do here. You just, uh, it's the holiday season, you eat whatever, and then you're just thinking, oh, I could restart in January. See, that's yeah. the, the, uh, the compromising. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got a fresh start in January. Oh, January 1st is a Monday. Amazing start to the year. <laughs> I'll start my diet Monday. <laughs> yeah. So sounds like he's saying you can't do it, dude. Unless you guys need to go, I'm good with whatever. No, I'm good. No, unless you. Need my to bedtime's go. in 20 minutes. I'll be all right. Your bedtime's in 20 minutes. <laughs> Get it? No. Okay. <laughs> well, what time is your uh, your your daughter? Right. What's yeah, your I bedtime? A, I have two kids. My wife's putting them to sleep, so I'm Gucci. Uh, you have two kids? Yeah. Oh shoot. A son and a daughter. Yeah. Yeah. How old's the son? Oh, he's almost three. Oh, and the daughter is 16 months. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, good job. You sold, you sold the F80 for her. Yeah, because I had one kid and she she had a car and I was like, all right, you know, I don't need to put car seats in my car. And then I sold that so then I could put car seats in my car. Surprised her playing. name isn't F80. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my son's name is Japanese, actually. What is it? And I'm not Japanese, obviously. Uh, his name is Kaizen. Ah, Kaizen. Yeah. That, there's a definition of yeah, that. Yeah. Doing something. Continuous improvement. Right. Continuous yeah. improvement. So it's a business philosophy. So I thought that was cool. My yeah. parents were very shocked when I told them. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a very Middle Eastern name. <laughs> they wanted the Middle Eastern name? Yeah, traditional. I'm supposed to name my kid after my grandpa or whatever, but I'm not traditional yeah. in any way. Yeah. They probably went like, um, you know you're not half Japanese. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're good with it now. They were just like... Yeah. that's there's something to that living up to your name remember when we had a meeting about crank and you were on the fence oh am i gonna move on from it or do this 
And I said, honestly, you got to put, you got to put skin in the game, not just with money, but your name on it. Mm -hmm. Right. Because how hard are you going to fight for your name when it's, Mm. when it's that reputation online? Like you have ABMG, literally your, the initials AB. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm. Adelante. It's like, I can't let this down. And imagine if you named it different. Mateo Strength Systems or Joseph. I, I know you're like, oh, I don't like that. Yeah, name. I mean, like, for that, my whole thing, I, we'll just talk about it. My whole thing was, like, I don't want it to be attached to my name because then people only are only going to look for me. Mm-hmm. I don't Owner like, dependency. Yeah, and, like, and that already was happening. Like, people would be like, I only want to train with you. If you're not there, I'm not going. Mm. Then you become mm. an operator. Yeah, and, like, I'm not creating this so I can keep working a job. I'm right, creating right. it so I can lead the team and lead the business. So, And that's why I don't tell people it's my name. I just say it's mm. ABMG. It's just that's the name, you know, mm. for that reason. I, I like that. Owner dependency. So that's that's a, that's a really good reason. Like, I don't desire attention. I don't desire validation. Like, People should know my product because of how the product is and yeah, how I developed deliver. it and, and how I'm represented in it. Yeah. Like that speaks me. Like if, if you meet me and you understand what I do, you'd be like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Funny enough, because like when people ask, oh, why Adelante? And I go, it's forward. And then, oh, coincidentally, it's also my last name. I didn't initially call it Adelante Barber Club to make it because of my last name. Just forward. It struck me. Mm. Adelante, Chambre, Adelante. But... Man, maybe that's part of my downfall too, is because now everybody's looking at you like, oh, where's Maku at? Oh, who's the owner? Yeah. And all this. Well, then you don't tell them it's your last name. You just tell them the meaning thing. You know? Yeah, yeah. So I chose it because of that. Yeah, yeah. I also think like names don't mean anything. It's the meaning you assign to it. Exactly. You know, mm-hmm. like yeah. well, Nike sounds cool, but like, what does that mean? You know, it's the it's goddess like, of victory. Uh, yeah, for sure. But that's the meaning assigned to it. And like, it's yeah. also known brand wise as like the best athletic brand company, you know, like, yeah, no one's named. Yeah. Nike. Or like, what's fucking Xerox mean? No idea. But like, <laughs> it's a copy. Exactly. You associate with copy. Exactly. It's just so. a branding, uh, branding, which is just association. Yeah. Always so. better. Yeah. Media group. Exactly. And we've continuously improved. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's something to that. So I'm going to learn to, I'm trying to learn to detach myself from Adelante. Well, like I'm learning about me that I feed into that too much. Like when I'm getting that attention and like that validation, like, oh, Joseph, like this is your gym, like so sick. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, it feels good, but like it doesn't really mean anything to me at the end of the day. Like I don't, Mm. you know, if I'm not, if I'm not really happy with like how things are still are operating or like how the team is feeling or like how, how the business is going in general, then I'm not going to be happy even though I'm getting all this stuff attached to my name, you know? And that's kind of why I made the decision that I did yeah. uh, to move on with it. So yeah. like that was like one of the biggest factors within it. Like, okay, this is attached to my name. How do I remove my identity from this now and move into the next business, which, which is honestly is like the name. toughest thing that I've ever dealt with in my life. And and yeah, this year was like up and down L's for me too. Yeah. That I mean, is all around decision. everybody's said in their own way it's been a really fucking tough year. Yeah. Nobody I've talked to has been like, yeah, best year ever. Or like it's been really good, but like at what cost? Yeah. Like this was a PR year for me, but like <laughs> at what cost as well, you know? Yeah. And like I'm sure you know those growing pains. It doesn't fucking feel good to grow. Mm-hmm. But then as you continue to grow, like incrementally growing – uh, I, I want to talk about this for a second. So, like, going from benching 135 to 215 is, you know, that's pretty easy. But then the same increase from 
um or 225 sorry so from mm-hmm. 135 to 225 that's mm-hmm. how far out of this i am but then from 225 to 315 is even harder even though it's the same jump yeah and then on the other side uh 315 to 405 it's the same increase but way harder yeah. like as you continue to grow growing becomes harder yeah. right or growing at that level requires more yeah right? same thing in finance like if you can't manage ten dollars as a kid mm-hmm. you can't manage a hundred dollars but then you get to 100 by managing 10 then you get to a thousand by managing 100 you get to 10 and so forth you can't you know expect to be a millionaire without being able to manage 100 grand or even half a million first because when you get to that point it's like you're not going to appreciate it as much right because things are going to get harder until you get to that point and what you said earlier too it doesn't get easier we just get better at mm-hmm. handling those l's mm-hmm. yeah so I think it's timely for like this time of the year. And I've been like reflecting a lot too. So obviously we're saying like this this year was rough and we've all been through, you know, the ups and downs, but what are you two guys grateful for from this year? Business wise, family, career, self. It's your show. Really <laughs> first. No, you're our guest. Uh, our guest. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Beauty uh, before age. <laughs> Um, the question is, what am I grateful for business-wise and in life? What are you grateful for? I think the people in my life, the people in my family, the people in my business, because in my business, it's a service-based business. Without the people, I'm nothing. Mm. And I'm just the guy with the ideas that sells projects to then have the people fulfill them at the end of the day, if you like dumb it down to that level. So I'm grateful for the people that I get to experience all of this with. I'm grateful for that. I should, probably should have answered first because I would have said the same thing where I'm grateful for my team mm. that's behind me and Sorry. I appreciate them so much because without them, the gym wouldn't be running right now. Mm. I'd have to be there, right? I'm grateful for everybody around me you yeah. know, and supporting. We're visionaries, so we need integrators, right? You can't just have a team of visionaries. Nothing would be done. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. everybody would just be thinking of the next idea. Yeah. So you... you Oh, you need people to back you up and to do the things that you say you're going to do or yeah. promise people you're going to do or, you know, yeah. I think that's important. For sure. What about you, Giselle? Uh, I'm grateful for change because mm-hmm. I'm starting to realize that's so inevitable. Like just like the difficulties that we face in our lives, the change is it's going to happen. So you can't really avoid it and you can't always look for it. Like sometimes I feel like when I'm just on the grind and I'm, you know, focused, I'm dialed, I'm doing the same thing, I'm doing the right things, and nothing's changing, like, in my head, I just get so frustrated, I'm like, why, why is nothing moving, like, why do I feel like, it's a 1% every day, but why is nothing big happening, why isn't the breakthrough coming, and you can't chase those moments, like, if you zoom out for a second, you'll see, like, oh, yeah, they are happening, you're just not taking the time to look at it. Yeah, yeah. I have a question for you, but I want to say a quote first, it's not a single golden bullet, it's a thousand silver BBs, you know? Like, it's not just one big thing that blows up in your face. Like, that was the moment. It's just a bunch of little wins. Mm-hmm. So that's because I've been, like, waiting for the t- to just all click one day. Like, in my head, and I think it'll happen one day. Like, you know when Indiana Jones is trying to crack the labyrinth or whatever the fuck? Yeah. And then, like, he's, like, moving all the things around, and then it's just, like, and then it just clicks. And yeah, just the, the doors everywhere, open. yeah. Like, that's what you think success is going to be like. Mm-hmm. But it's just a bunch of, like, not dying along the way. Mm-hmm. And that was just, <laughs> surviving is the win yeah, yeah. in and of itself. Yeah. So uh, I just want to say that. My question to you is, what about what about that you're going through is so hard for you or that's so difficult? Is the change? 
yeah i mean i flipped my whole life around in yeah. eight months so sure. yeah <laughs> it's a yeah. little aggressive is it the one change or the sequence of changes all at once it's the sequence of all the changes okay. and how i identify with those yeah sequences okay if that makes sense so like it was, uh, it was like your identity you were attached to yeah everything i mean relationship business like those are those are my life you know <laughs> so it's it, it all flipped and it's not easy to deal with especially at this age and um how old are you 28 at this age you're not fucking 47. i'm young i'm saying yeah, no that's yeah great. so i'm like oh, this awesome. is like the first like real oh that's great then. like I, 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 th I thought you're saying like i have all this change at this age no that's a great no thing. no no I'm, oh, okay. I'm not saying that at all I i'm saying you. like sorry there's still more to do like you yeah. can't let things that just happen because it's life stop you from okay what's next you know yeah i think you have a great opportunity oh yeah to reinvent that, that's yourself. what i've been doing fuck yeah i love that that's <laughs> sick reinvent yourself every five years yeah, yeah. yeah every yeah. five years or even two whatever reinvent yeah. yourself yeah i mean i just get bored of shit so yeah <laughs> it's easy I, for me i, I mean i know once. you do yeah i said that once at a um so we had these meetings at, in my financial firm prior um wait so what's I your background in finance you keep talking about finance oh, i was over at uh, northwestern mutual oh okay you probably blurred that out because i can't <laughs> 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 but um no nah, i did a uh, mutual termination with them back in uh, october 2022 um so it turned out that's such a life-changing thing for me right because that was that was good money i had renewals just passive income clients commissions managing money and all that that did that for four years but now it's just the gym yeah. for me and the jujitsu and the podcast and all season and I realized what a blessing that was because things were feeling uncomfortable. Something needed to change. And I go, I can't serve two masters. I can't do this and the gym and then expect the gym to grow without me being there at all. Mm -hmm. So the moment I did that, much similar to when I opened originally in 2017, I left my full-time job. I was a director over at St. Joe's Regional Medical Center. Mm -hmm. And I go, that's a great salary but it's not what I want to do. Yeah. So open the gym. Yeah. It's scary going through the changes, but when you do take that leap, like you said, I, burn the ships, burn the ships. You want to do a two week? No, no. Burn the ships. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But the this. more we do that, the more confident we are to keep doing that. You have exactly. the proof that you could do it. Yeah. Which is less scary. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause you're here now, right? It's like, yeah. well, we're here. You survived. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a game. You are just surviving. Living is the reward. <laughs> yeah. It's the prize. <laughs> Living is the prize. What's my consolation prize? You just see another day. Yeah, you can see another day. You wake up, that's already a, I don't know, they always say it's not guaranteed, right? But the probability, you know, and all that stuff, I'm just grateful for every day that yeah. I have an opportunity to impact somebody's life. So I like that. I like, so um, Alex says this, I keep referring referencing him but he says it's the game of business right mm -hmm. and every day i'm in the game i'm just grateful you yeah. know you get kicked in the nuts every day but i'm just happy i could still do this yeah so i'm just i'm grateful for that i'm happy for pain <laughs> yeah i got back on the mats yesterday because i've been injured 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 and then finally got back on the mats and it's so uncomfortable but i go man i feel alive yeah rolling with 20 year olds right and i'm 39 cornering uh 40 but I could hang with them. That made me feel good. Mm -hmm. So I'm back to a jiu-jitsu, you know, well, I was supposed to be there tonight, but this is more important. Then then I'll be back on there tomorrow and then next week and then the week after. So back to training. 
I don't let injuries stop me, but be smart about it. Because if I went and taped it up and went back on the mats right after getting injured, I'd probably be out for good. Totally. So it's just being wise about that. But yeah, man, it just makes me feel alive and grateful for that opportunity, even though it sucked. It sucks getting choked out. It sucks getting submitted. It sucks getting a uh, shout out to uh, Lydia for getting me with a freaking wrist lock Damn. on the bad wrist. But it's okay. You know, it felt good. She got you. Yeah. She. Well, she's a black belt. I'm only a white belt. Well, like two stripes. Oh, oh <laughs> she's okay. like She's I like a black belt at. with wood stripe. Okay. And she's our actual instructor. There. Oh, got you. So she's just ass. a girl in class that whooped your ass. No, nah, she's not. <laughs> and then um, my buddy Alex there, too. He traveled pretty far uh shout out Bataille jiu-jitsu he was like yeah i drove all this way you're not gonna roll me i was like dude all right fuck it i'm beat up but let's go man impossible for a smaller guy too yeah. smaller they not even move though he could, They're dude the his, mad agile his leg i can't even this was touching this yeah the heel his hip mobility was wild he kept his guard up on me i go i can't work around this and i just love that I love that struggle. Have you ever tried jujitsu? Yeah, yeah. So I did a little bit of MMA. My background was stand up. I uh, did a little bit of ground game. I wasn't really good. I wish I had a background in wrestling. I think that really is a good oh, prerequisite yeah. for BJJ. Oh yeah. But uh, yeah, I was okay. Yeah. I could do like a triangle arm bar, you know, roll around. Get back uh, to it, man. Yeah, for sure. We're I'm not far I, from I, you. I really want to. We're okay. not far from you. Right in Kenilworth, off the boulevard. Dope. Yeah. Something you said I really like. Not revolutionary, but you said fuck it. I like saying fuck it a lot. Yeah, I think it. that's my skill because people are like, how did you do this thing? And I'm like, I don't know. I just say fuck it. Like, what's the worst that's going to happen? <laughs> you know, like for me to jump, it's not that hard. Yeah. You know, people yeah. are like, what happens if I hit my head? What happens if I do this? I'm just like, I just jump, dude. I'm like, fuck it. Do I'm it. like almost too stupid, uh, you know. I don't know how to say like this. Ignorance right. is bliss. Kind yeah, of thing. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Th- like, thank you. It. Thank you. Yeah. I, I think my ignorance is my skill set to to begin. Mm-hmm. In, the, in the beginning, you, like you need to be stupid enough to start. Yeah. Because like you don't know what you're getting to in entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship is sitting in uncertainty yeah. and just sitting in it and being at peace, knowing that you don't know everything. You don't know where the next check is coming from, how you're going to pay payroll, where cash flow is, uh, how you're going to uh, outpace churn, all of those things. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but just, just fuck it be, and do it. being okay with it. Yeah, yeah, fuck it. It'll it'll figure itself out. I think one thing that shout out Hermosi, you know, <laughs> this is his episode. But one thing that he said that really hits me is like, did you expect this to be hard? Yes. Okay, that's it. You know, so it's like that's that's the way a lot of entrepreneurs I think now or people that are getting started get twisted. Like, it's not supposed to be easy. It's not supposed to be overnight. Like all the things you see are not real. It's supposed to be fucking difficult. Yeah. Except you, you just don't see it. Yeah. It's what we're presenting exactly you, yeah. you know as a media group this is what we're presenting it's perception you, yeah but you don't see what's going on behind yeah. the scenes or the struggle that it took to you get see here. the prize but then the price the uh. price you have to pay to get the prize uh. and then to your point like did you think it was going to be easy <laughs> <laughs> yeah did you think it was gonna be easy yeah uh. um let me compliment you guys for a second right because you've been in business for seven years you've been doing this for almost seven years right cool so let me compliment you guys because 90 percent of businesses fail within the first five years oh, so shit. you are of the 10 percent Dang. And if you've made a million dollars in revenue, then you are of the 1% because 99% of people never even make a million dollars in revenue. Ooh. Yeah. That really? Ever. Oh, I'm close. Yeah. I so think I'm close. So you're, you're almost 1%, dude. So Jeez. that's amazing. 
Yeah, but you're in the 1% for sure. But I'm just saying, like, uh, that, <laughs> that's that's a reward in and of itself, man. Yeah. One, to stay alive and to even see past <laughs> five years. That's a fucking reward. My prize is to live. Yeah, right. And then some people uh, that are in the five-year room don't make it to 10 years. So we shouldn't count our wins before. Let's let's do this yeah. again in three years. Yeah. But um, That's I'm, the plan. For sure. But yeah. I'm just saying, like, that's a fucking win. And I, I've learned, too, is like, you know, having really ambitious goals is a good thing but then it like you got to stop and just appreciate where you're at now i'm trying to be really good at that smell the flowers right like the fact that you're even here is a good thing even though you're not where you want to be that's okay you'll Mm -hmm. get there Mm -hmm. but like you can appreciate or both can be true you can want more but also appreciate what you have yeah you know so i'm trying to work on that it's really fucking hard especially when you always want more but i'm just like hey man like I'm doing something right. You know, I'm fucking up a lot of things and I don't know a lot, but like I must be doing something okay. And like, that's good enough for now. I will still get better. And that vision that I have in the future will come to life at some point. But like, you know what? This is good too. Appreciate what you have and like where you're at. Stop and smell the the roses a little bit, right? Yeah. I want to ask you guys this question because I struggle with this. Um, Patience. Patience and and control. So like if, if you're the type of person who sets a goal and will do anything to accomplish the goal, and control all the controllables to achieve the goal and be extremely impatient and extremely urgent to achieve it, what do you do when it doesn't go that way? Because I feel like that's how I operate on everything. Like, okay, if this is what needs to be accomplished, this is the plan to get there, this, this, and this will be done, and I'm going to do everything to get there. I I still do it and stick to protocol because if you have impatience, even with yourself in the process, you're missing the whole thing right you gotta love the process if you don't then what are you doing it for right if you're just well, i'm gonna say that's goal. easier said than done so yeah, so when you're really in that you're in it you want the result because oh i'm doing everything right but it's not coming mm-hmm. right but eventually like you said even the one percent or going from 135 to 225 it's gonna get there but then it's even harder you just gotta almost have that blind faith like mm-hmm. i'm too stupid mm-hmm. or i'm too dumb to even think about the consequences mm-hmm. after you're just you're the dog chasing the car literally you don't think about it, you're gonna get hit by traffic yeah like fuck it like I, yeah. I was gonna say something with that because after i got engaged the day after i had jumped a cliff it was the uh china walls in hawaii so my boys weren't jumping their surf there was only two surfers there and the last time i did that jump was with my boys and everybody was jumping so Something kind of cued me and said, maybe, maybe I shouldn't jump because there's nobody in the water. Those waves look kind of high. You know what I did? I said, fuck it. And you know what happened? I almost drowned. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) That's the one. It was the dumb ways to die. And literally my friend group there, they weren't going to jump in to save me. The surfer said, it's so bad. They, if they jumped in, they would have lost it too. He said, he's going to have to float his way back in disclaimer fuck it works nine out of ten times (laughs) but i survived yeah and i just sat there staring off into the horizon i go man i fucking survived that shit and i still it doesn't stop me from saying fuck it either yeah that was like a near-death experience (laughs) and then you you seen the one where literally oh what's the worst i could have i'm gonna pass out yet i pass out from a deadlift I hit my oh shit head on a fucking steel rack. Damn. Yeah, that's like that. fuck it. I'll pull it. I'm giving fuck it. Yeah. Right. But then you learn something from it, and the yeah. prize 
<laughs> you live. Yeah. And then you learn something from it. So, yeah. Damn. Okay, Still so besides fuck it, any closing mm-hmm. remarks for our viewers? Uh, in general? Yeah. Or to answer the last question. Did we answer all the questions yet? Yeah. I, mean, I, think, I think we, we did. did yeah. I cool. think we did. We can uh, run the tape back. Yeah. Uh, any closing remarks? You don't have to have it figured out to start. You just have to take the first step and you'll figure it out as you go. That's it. Yeah. People are always like, I need the perfect plan. The perfect plans to start. Yeah. And then because the plan that you think you have is gonna go to shit when you actually run the plan because there's gonna be variables you didn't account for. So when that thing slaps you in the face, you're going to look at your plan and be like, this wasn't in the fucking plan. (laughs) So you fuck the plan and then you just keep adjusting accordingly. Uh, Business is adapting every day. It's walking through the jungle. You adapt and you survive. And then you aim to thrive. Yeah. I think it's... That's um, my fortune cookie. (laughs) No, that's really good. And to add to that is um, a lot of people think they need so much, so many resources, right, Mm -hmm. to be able to start a business, run a business, and even just make it happen. The most successful ones, I think, are thinking that abundance mentality, but are also very resourceful. Like if there's, it doesn't really take money to make money, to be honest, right? You just start something, you start somewhere, you take that jump and the leap of faith. But being an entrepreneur, you have to be resourceful. Mm -hmm. There are things that you have to do to get the resources, but if you don't already have that mentality, it's kind of tough. Because now, like you said, if you have a plan and it goes to shit and you're not a resourceful type of person, what the fuck do you do? How do you do? How do you change? How do you, what are you going to draw up a new plan? And that goes to shit too. You got to make that adjustments every day. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to quote Alex again, but he says this, the number one rule of entrepreneurship is use what you got. Yep. And a lot of times what you got in the beginning is pain, right? You're broke. You, have, you had a bad job, use that. You might not have money, you might not have connections, you might not have an office. You got a lot of pain, use that. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Giselle? I don't even remember my own question. Closing remarks. Oh, closing remarks. <laughs> yeah, change is inevitable. Uh, yeah. Tackle it head on and don't be afraid of it, don't chase it. Uh, the more you focus on what you need to do, the more everything will come to you. Yeah. He was saving that. No, I, that was end, off the top. Fucker. That. that was a really good one. <laughs> Being co- be comfortable with change. We're gonna use. So it was it was crazy because I was listening to some podcast, practicing for this and all that. And Neil deGrasse Tyson, um, the astrophysicist, <laughs> he he said, "I figured out the algorithm, and it's so simple. You could ask me a question about something, and I'll plug it in in the info real quick. Keep it at fifteen seconds because someone's gonna find it, find it interesting, and it's a piece of information." Right, he's like, ask me about a black hole. And then he literally gave, he, he practices it, right? Just like you were saying, oh, he's waiting to give that, that answer. <laughs> I wasn't. No, I know, you, I know you weren't, but see, now it's like a sound bite to use. Yeah, yeah. Or we could even chop it up and say, yeah, fuck it. You know, disclaimer, fuck it doesn't always work. And then, you know, all the things that you're giving It all quotes. depends on his editing. I mean, no, yeah. he's really good at it. No, yeah. And he usually keeps the raw, trust. keep the raw stuff too, right? Trust, yeah. trust, trust, no like, pressure. Yeah. Yeah, you'll get a copy of it. You'll see. Or, I'll start chopping it up once he delivers, and then you'll see the reels pop up on the all season podcast. So. And then maybe you guys could work together. You know, he's he's a great editor. You'll see his work. Um, and yeah, we're just really trying to network people. Yeah. And ultimate ultimate goal, like this is me dreaming big. Remember when I was saying initially, I do want to start a uh, scholarship fund, mm-hmm. right, for the underprivileged uh, cool. 
athletes that can't go to a Ivy Leagues or D1 schools and all that without, uh, you know, an opportunity or a look. And typically you don't get looks if you're not, you know, going to school. You're not, you're not finishing high school. You're not, you know, you're not getting any looks. So we build a network of people where, yo, there's talent out here. He could make it into the pros or he could make it to the NFL, NBA, MLS, MLB, wherever, right? You just got to get that look. And that's what I've always seen where, you know, you said, oh, I'm a washed up physique <laughs> athlete. Oh, I'm a washed up football player. Oh, we're washed up, you know, soccer player. But we're not really. It's just that maybe we didn't have that opportunity to be great. Mm-hmm. Because what led us to entrepreneurship? We dreamed big, right? Imagine if we were given that same opportunity. You could have been fucking in the UFC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Where you were like, oh, no, it's not really my thing. I don't like getting yeah. hit. But yeah, like just giving opportunities to those kids. And then see this face, dude? I mean, come on. You yeah, you can. You'll be slipping. <laughs> no, but like giving those opportunity and um, building a network of entrepreneurs that, you know, have a commitment and say, hey, can we count on you to commit mm-hmm. whatever a grand or two grand or five grand as your donation to yeah. you know the all season um you know scholarship fund for yeah. an athlete send them to school or camps or whatever i mean it could be the same for athlete owned businesses too yeah. you know people that were like us that like yeah. that had nothing and made it happen like can yeah. we help those people that yeah. you know and then you start buying companies or starting companies yeah. with them and have one percent ownership just yeah. like acquisitions.com yeah, yeah shout out alex ramosi <laughs> we keep dropping his name enough he's gonna be sitting on this couch yeah, 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 watch. yeah, yeah. i'm gonna get he's him gonna to watch sit this on one. this couch he's gonna watch this one. No, for sure i hope make it happen Eric. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah any questions for us man yeah this is great what's a what's a big goal for you besides money non-financial goal like what's something you really want to do you too i think it's the training facility that we talked about um when we were at the diner and we were talking about off season you know on season your training and then all season kind of came up and then we talked about it and discussed what does that look like right and one of the facilities i've always admired was exos have you heard of exos i don't think so you've heard of exos whole training camp for professional athletes, whatever, semi-pro, and whoever just wants access to massage therapists, DPTs, yeah, yeah. nutritionist, coach. All few, in one. All in one. That That's like the, the big vision. But it's, it's yeah, it's money-related. It's going to cost. Yeah, but you're not saying I want to hit X revenue. Yeah, that's exactly. Just, I that it. would be like the big vision. Sure. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, that on top of the apparel, on top of helping as many people possible, I think, the idea that I'm thinking about a lot is that with the coaching that I do now and I have been doing for the past seven years, I, my reach is maybe to a couple hundred people. What if it's a thousand, hundred thousand million people that mm. I can potentially help and make that kind of impact? I don't know. That's just an idea that I've been having and I've asked myself every day, is that really possible? Yeah. So I've been thinking about that a lot. Um, besides that, I want to be like you and be a great dad, have a family. You will be a great dad just because you want to be a great dad. You will be. Yeah, yeah man. That's the big vision, just helping people out. That was yeah. your first answer. Totally. Like, I just like helping people yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. For sure. So that's a good way to wrap up this yeah. episode. Was it episode five? I think so, yeah. Of the all-season podcast. Um, man, to think that we're even at episode five. <laughs> Most podcasts don't make it past episode six. No joke. That's a oh, stat. That's true. Yeah. He sent me that. We're stat going for six. over 30. 
Yeah. Just need, just need one more. And you're above average. We got Easy. episode six lined up. Yeah, what's happening next week? What's happening next week? Easy. Word. Peace. Peace.